almost there. My weekly market review, March 26, 2023. A decent gain in stock prices on Monday was put down to a combination of an oversold bounce from the anguish of the two prior sessions. UBS finally putting Credit Suisse out of its misery by buying their rival for less than half of its value, as well as not too guarded optimism about what Fed Chair Jerome Powell might say in his press conference later in the week, specifically speculating that he might formally announce that the rate hiking cycle was over. Concerns about First Republic Bank just refused to go away. Despite stories of an orchestrated rescue by other banks and special treatment from the regulators, the stock fell to below 10% of its value from earlier this month. That is danger territory. By Tuesday night, the markets had pretty much decided that a quarter of a point rate hike was going to happen the next day, 87% probability. And the Federal Reserve duly delivered, approving that exact interest rate increase in its 2 p.m. announcement. It signaled, but did not guarantee, that we may be almost there when it comes to the end of the year-long interest rate rise campaign. The decision marked the Fed's ninth consecutive rate increase without a break and brings the benchmark federal funds rate to 4.875%, the highest level since the plain white tees tried to get Delilah's attention back in 2007. The Fed also released its quarterly dot plot, which maps out the policymakers' expectations for where they think interest rates will be in the future. This suggested that the Fed committee members see rates peaking at 5.1% this year, implying that there will be just one more quarter-point hike before the long-awaited pause. The committee members' expectations are that interest rates will be lower at 4.1% at the end of 2024 and down to 3.1% at the end of 2025. However, Powell said during his press conference that a rate cut in 2023 was not part of our baseline expectation. The market, however, doesn't believe a word of it. And the futures are currently pricing the probability of interest rates being lower at the end of this year than they are now as a 100% certainty. The market reaction to the Fed announcement was one of disappointment. A radical change from the Fed in the face of this bank stress had been aggressively priced into stocks already, and it didn't happen. Instead, we were treated to a rather uninspiring and frankly dull response from a seemingly unruffled Fed with Powell even dismissing the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank as an outlier in an otherwise sound banking system. And so, for the zillionth time in the last year, the stock market was again burned by its over-optimism and exuberance about what was going to happen with interest rates. To make matters worse, while JP was speaking to the press, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen was asked at a Senate hearing if the Treasury was looking at taking steps to swiftly expand bank account deposit insurance in the light of recent events. This is not something we have looked at. It's not something that we are considering, she said, during what was an uncharacteristically nervous performance. Following these rather clumsy comments, a moderate stock sell-off that had been kicked off by frustration with the Fed accelerated into a full-blown price slump late in the afternoon.
Yellen somewhat walked back, her, walked back her remarks on Thursday, but stocks, clearly still jittery about the banks, responded by just churning aimlessly up and down on high volume, a strong indication of market uncertainty and a lack of conviction in either direction. On Friday morning, Germany's prestigious Deutsche Bank moved into the limelight as the price of their credit default swaps, basically the insurance premium against the bank going out of business, rocketed on fears of the size and nature of their exposure to recently troubled institutions. Management and German government officials were hastily rushed out to say that there were no problems, which of course is a sure sign that there are problems. Markets initially fell quite hard on the news, but recovered later to finish the day in the week moderately in the green. What will determine the next 10 to 20% move in the S&P 500 isn't when or even if the Fed hikes rates by another 25 basis points, but instead whether we get a hard or soft economic landing. The Fed acknowledged that the banking crisis is likely not helpful when it comes to this outcome, given the important role that regional banks play in the very existence of countless small businesses throughout the country and the possible reduction in the availability of credit to these companies. To put it bluntly, if the reason that the Fed is ending rate hikes is because economic risks are now elevated, that is not a reason to buy stocks. So upcoming economic data remains the absolute key. If the data rolls over in the next month or two, indicating a rapid and sharp loss of economic momentum, we should expect material downside in the stock markets with the October 2022's lows and beyond very much under threat. I'll be keeping an eye on it for you.